I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Two hearts, two hearts, beating it just one time. How are you, Emma Bear? I'm great. How are you? Not too bad. Now, 5K, don't know her. Spent the day in Killarney. Wow. Had a lovely day. Had a lovely day with Ted and Fred and Killarney. And bizarrely, we went on, you know, the way there's the lovely, obviously, Killarney has so many lovely parks. But I actually realized today, I've only been to a couple of them. So we went on a really lovely, buggy-friendly walk there um, to Ross Castle today. And this lovely lady stopped and was chatting to us. And this is quite eerie. She was mm-hmm. like, oh, the baby's lovely. And she was telling me that her... Um, her daughter lives in Hong Kong. So Brendan and Chris, don't know if you listen to the podcast, but if you do, hello, you're very welcome. And then she said that her other daughter just had a baby and she asked me what her baby's name was. And guess what her grandchild's name was? Ted. So we fell around laughing and then she said, I know you from somewhere. And of course, Fred was only thrilled because this was not the first, not the second, not the third, the fourth person in Killarney who had recognized Fred from the Tommy Tiernan show. So needless to say, we were riding a bit of a high today. We're on a bit of a high. Um, he was absolutely wow. delighted. Four people. So look, they're watching it in Killarney. That's the main thing. We're just going to say is the gig for 2022 booked for Killarney. Well, I said to me, we were driving home in the car and I was like, oh, sure, you don't need your hands on the steering wheel, Fred. And he was like, why? And I was like, sure, you're obviously practically erect after all those, after all those moments where people were very excited at seeing you and we had a good laugh. And I was like, you like, um, so he so was baby no, number two, happy. baby number two is just around the corner, it sounds. When do people have second babies? Like, when does it happen? Mm. I just, you know what? We're just pooped these days. Um, we're fairly regular in our defense. I think we're pretty regular. Um, but I'm always a bit suspicious of people who tell me a friend of mine now had a baby a couple of months before us. Mm. And when she wheeled out the sexy schedule, I was like, ah, here, you know, the flight attendant is on prime. Yeah. Sexy schedule. I mean, that sounds like the no, like I know everyone has to do what works for them, but like that sounds like the least sexiest thing ever. I know they actually have the days down, which I think is pretty impressive because, again, 
Yeah, I know, I know. But you see, I was in a relationship like that before. Actually, it's funny because, and he was gassed because I can remember, I can remember my ex at the time. Like, I think we're having sex. Like, at he said to me anyway, he was like, I don't want us, like, we're having a lot of sex. But he was like, I don't want us to be one of those couples, Judy, that just have sex on the weekend and on a Wednesday. I was like, that's five days of the week. I haven't club. Five days of the week. I think you should get in touch with him now and ask him, uh, hey, how's things? Hope you're well. Oh, hopefully the madness will be over soon. Come here. Uh, how many times a week are you having sex at the moment? Give or just take. Just want to know. I know, <laughs> but you know when you're just like, I, uh, I've i nothing else to get. Well, now look, uh, actually that guy now, very nice guy and all the rest, Um, even though we don't say hello to one another when we see each other in the shop. Standard standard I do would you now say hi to well you don't have that many exes of course I was gonna ask would you say hi to um, them if you saw them uh what I'm trying to because I, I have uh it depends because I wouldn't I mean some of these people now wouldn't consider exes because you know the way kind well, of when this you're is this it. far into the game you're like you wouldn't even say but like um Past dalliances, is that the right phrase? Uh, it would depend. Sometimes I would say hello to them. Sometimes I wouldn't. If they're with their missus. That sounds like you all over. Yeah, I mean, that's. If they're with the missus. And they're running after. <laughs> running after the toddler. I may not. If, now, if they catch, if we catch eyes, I will. But if they're like, if they're eyeballing the curb like as if they're kind of paralyzed on one side of their body I will just leave them off but usually I do judge it by them I'm I'm genuinely not going out of my way to ignore any people unless it's people I just really fucking hate and I won't be saying hello to them at all yeah and there's a few of them knocking around like there's one girl who lives in my area and I see her around a bit now and she was the year ahead of me in primary school and she was just a fucking sap and she was just kind of like she was like okay I don't I know we keep going on about this but she was blonde and tanned right and uh pretty but she was like a fucking bore anyway and she always just seemed to be like anytime they'd knock in for me it'd be literally like we, we just need someone extra to hold the fucking rope and she was always just like giving out and shit and moaning and whinging and Sorry, then, that sounds like someone we would totally be hanging out with. <laughs> no. Tick, tick, tick. Oh, no, but she wasn't funny. Giving out, whinging. That's what <laughs> no, I want in my life. No. Get away from me with your positive energy. Shut up, right? So then a good few years later, one of my friends, uh, or a few of my friends were kind of hanging around with fellas that she knew. And I think somebody was going out with someone or like, this is fucking yonks ago. Anyway, and it came up like oh do you know Emma because she she lived on my road and she's like oh yeah Emma um oh, yeah she's just very immature so ever since then now I'm just like oh my god you're a fucking tramp that's all I have like that's literally all I have now but anytime I see her I'm just like oh you're please. done you're immature is fairly scathing it is yeah and I wouldn't have been no at all oh. so yeah, I, I, I in the patron episode, I will give her full name and address. 
Well, do what you will. I mean, that's how we—that's how we roll over on the Patreon. It's just different. No, but you know, All you know, jokes. just one of those people. You know, the way it's—it's it's kind of one of those things. Like if you described it to uh, a male friend or something, they'd be just like a male friend. What am I talking about? If you—if I was describing this to Shade or somebody, you'd say something. I don't. I was like, why are we being so formal and clinical? This is not a Reuters article. I know, and but I was say, like, say you knew a male and you lived with that male and you no, said to him. <laughs> no, I'm not saying uh, no, because Shane wasn't a good example because he knows the person. But say if I say for say if I maybe said this to Fred, say if we were all together and I was describing I was a well jarred and I was describing this person to Fred. For every sitting there going, I don't see a problem. It's like it's the it's oh, the there. Listen, welcome to dinner me. time. Yeah. In Brandon. I know that's the real issue. I know she hates me, so I've just decided I hate her is really what's going on. As I referenced in last week's episode, um, Fred does suffer from chronic optimism. Yeah. Uh, so he's just he's hard, he's a hard man to vent to because he's always looking on the bright side. So it's just it's not a satisfactory vent. So that's when I need to get on the audios to you. Yeah. Yeah. You Someone like Emma it. will get it. Yeah. No, I'm here. Actually, can I tell you about somebody? Sound. Of course. Now, is this is this the listener of the week? Because I have a listener for the week. Okay. Well, yeah. It's but it's somebody I met. Oh, it's somebody you met. Someone? Okay. No, I didn't meet them, but I got a lovely message, and this just has to happen. This person has to be listener of the week this week. Okay. Well, I'll have to do my one next week, but I'll no, tell I you who I met. I'll tell you who I met. Oh, I was going to say, if you want to do Listener of the Week, I can save my person for next week. Would we do that? No, but I want to hear your story now as well. So we're just going to have to have two Listeners of the Week, okay? Two Listeners of the Week this week. I was in the park, me and Maggie in Emma's park. I was in our park and I got this shout from someone and it was Jane. So Jane had heard on the podcast that I was frequenting this park and she said oh, I wonder what I end up seeing her she saw me I was at my mom my dad was there it was a family affair Jane gave me the show Jane was at the book club she said it was great club. oh yeah. I'm delighted actually thank you for reminding me of that because the next book club is happening on the 23rd of April just to remind everyone and the book is The Silent Patient so you still have time to read it as well but you know what everyone seemed to enjoy it Jane oh I'm so happy you met Jane yeah so Jane was there uh chilling in the park with Enda and thinks that she's mad and uh not Erin Rodenda, please don't tell me it was Erin Rodenda. Folks, <laughs> oh can we just, just check? Sorry, we will get back to the story then in, yeah. in 25 seconds. But what the hell are they smoking in RTE that somebody came in and said, Listen, guys, put the pens down. I have an idea. I'm thinking trains. I'm thinking Enda Kenny. I'm thinking Oscuelga. It's. It- it's beyond baffling to me because, I mean, already in certain sectors of like Irish society, I feel like I don't belong. 
I have absolutely no interest in ga. I have no it's interest. It's because you call it in... ga. We've talked about this. Whatever. I've no interest in it. I've no interest in the ruggers. Like a lot of stuff I don't have any interest in, which seems to get other people fucking worked up to beat the band. But that one for me, when I saw Enda, I was like, really? And we can't get a three minute thing on <laughs> Three minutes on the player. Nobody would even have to know we were there. D Forbes, are you listening? We do have a patron called DF, and I like to think that's D Forbes. Possibly. Not, not, not my best friend, D Fitz. No, <laughs> it's D Forbes. And she's supporting us. Listen, can I just say, and I'm not just saying this just to be the eternal diplomat, but I actually have a fondness. I have a soft spot for Enda Kenny. And I'm saying that I still think it's well, that's what I'm, like, Yeah, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? If you're like saying I, it's reassuring to me, I'm just like, because you like, would, remember, that's the kind of shit oh, you would lap up. Well, I like it. I mean, I, I think I kind of developed a bit of a fondness for him. Do you remember when they were down in the bunker, down in the basement in the doll, and they were trying to usurp him? Do you remember there was this leadership challenge? Um, by Bruton and Enda was down in the basement and they were all sitting around obviously I'm sure they got in their chameleon in or whatever and Enda <laughs> hashtag spunk on um, we totally will get the chameleon because somebody oh, would have said it's actually quite healthy and they all would ooh, 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 ooh. and, and then, then we talk about it for say, months I tell you what I got a I got a takeaway there it was a week. Thai curry it was actually quite good. very nice curry. now it did repeat good. on me it did repeat. <laughs> there was a lot in it. Uh, I had it for lunch the next day. Yeah, but I so, think then if they get to the age of like over 55, they could eat like a piece of like white bread and it's going to repeat in them for four days. Oh, onions. Just, Suddenly I think onions are the enemy. The, I think that's why they keep the nose out of the mask. You know, the way they have to keep their nose. I think it's something to do with that. It really is. It is the new I'm mask not a doc- I'm not a doctor. But I'm a, I'm a mother. I'm qualified as a mother. Oh, so. my God. We're going to get we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that one in a minute. But I did like end of that time because I remember. Yeah. Um, do you remember the story went around how he sat at the table and he said, well, I'm after getting a text from my son saying, you know what, dad, they don't deserve you. And somebody said, well, that's interesting, Enda, because actually we don't have any Wi-Fi down here. <laughs> No connection whatsoever. That's interesting, Enda, because there's literally no sing- signal whatsoever. Did he fax this information to you? Like, how did you receive it? So I do have a bit of growth for him since then, but like, come on. Anyway, so back to Jane. Yeah, so I met Jane and um, we were chatting. And I was with my mom as well. And I was like, oh, my mom is just kind of standing there, doesn't know what's going on. And uh, we were having a good laugh and stuff. And she said that her and her mate Avril, who also lives close by, is a patron as well. So I was delighted to hear that. Avril actually listens to the episodes a couple of times because she might stick one on if she's going to sleep. And I was like, I'm the same. I love having something to listen to when I'm falling asleep. But then I'll have to go back and listen to it again because I'll have like, you know, missed it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I absolutely love that. And obviously that's good for us for the old streaming, baby. So I was like, yeah, keep that. Keep that going. But then we were chatting for 
a few minutes and I was like oh I was like listen I'm here all the time if you want to catch me anytime this is where I'm fucking at and it's been proven time and time again so then I went up I caught back up with my mom and I thought like that my mom would be like real impressed and stuff and she's like oh who who is that lady and I was like oh she's like she's a patron she listens to the podcast she's like oh I was like sorry oh look they make you work for it it's that generation it's a wonder she didn't follow it up with what's a podcast (laughs) where could I listen to one of those every now and again I hear my mother um, shouting in my dad's ear because bro dad is pretty deaf you know Julie has a podcast and I'm like stop it no but you know what the less the the less I'm perfectly fine with the situation because a couple of times back in the day she would have asked like and how would I listen to it and I just grab a knife and stab myself in the hand as a distraction because I'm just like I really and like I'm open book with my mom but I'm like I can't I can't I really couldn't do you know what I mean although she goes she's gone to a lot of gigs and she doesn't say boo and I've made eye contact with her while talking about how much I love dick so I mean it's not that kind of thing but I just I just don't want to really talk about Although she probably pel- I don't think just she even you saying the word dick, my pelvic floor just seized up there. <laughs> no, like she now it's not like it's I a different we'll get back on it. It's not a different it's not a different version of me, but I just I don't listen to the podcast, ma'am. Yeah, no, I think look, they know most of it already. I would imagine. No, well, it's not even that, but I don't want questions like of but like Oh, no, I thought it was very good. But like, what's it about? Yeah, I, don't I, think, those I think they. I think they wouldn't get it when we're banging on about Zoom gigs and and did you get two meals out of that rice? And they're like, <laughs> and people are paying. So let me just get this straight. People are giving money. So you talk to Emma once a week. Yeah. Do you write up? Do you do research? No. Okay. But you have a plan. Like you know what you're. No. Okay. <laughs> And then you ask these people for money. It'd be that kind of thing. I know. But anyway, we had a nice little walk in the park. There was nobody falling this weekend. And I met my brother was there as well with his new dog, Rosie. So he now has two King King Charles, King Charles Cavaliers. Uh, Rosie is like, you know, it's the three colours, white, tad and black and then teddy is just the you know cheap black and tans come on <laughs> come in teddy is just the other the white and the beige orangey color is this simon yeah this is simon yeah do you know what i was so grateful to him for supporting us on the patreon because he was one of the oh geez i actually call my child after his dog that's it yeah and he appreciates that too, that you called your child after his talk. So yeah, he got on board. Um, so he's well and all that jazz. And yeah, so Jane it was lovely to meet you. And Andy too, even though he seems to be a bit of a skeptic. Uh, it was lovely to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> That's up there with he seemed a bit immature, but <laughs> no, he's just um, like, oh, it's a bit mad. Like that she enjoys that podcast. Can I go through? Okay, so we have two listeners of the week this week, but this yes. is like, this is one that really touched me, this message. So I got Aww. this absolutely 
I think it could be like my favorite patron message ever from mm-hmm. Wirin. Mm-hmm. Got this gorgeous message from Wirin, and she said, Firstly, I love everything you do. Keep at it. You're truly hilarious and are both getting better and better as time goes on. How lovely is that? Then she suggested as a listener of the week, her beloved wife to be Anne as a potential listener for the week. She is, wait for it, also a secondary school teacher. Mm-hmm. And also from West Kerry, she's actually from Aona Skull, which I think I'm kind of banned from Aona Skull because I did this really bad breakup with this guy that I went up with, went out with, very nice fella, but it was just a bad breakup. So every time I drive through Aona Skull, I just speed up a little. But it's a lovely spot. Of course, you know Aona Skull is the home of famous Antarctic explorer Tom Crean do you remember him oh yes there was a play about that a while back wasn't there yeah so home of Tom Crean South Pole Inn all that kind of crack and it's a lovely little village so Anne is from Enniskull secondary teacher uh absolutely loves the podcast and then just to top it all off it's just a gorgeous message from Mirren and she said that Anne loves the podcast so much and she loves the podcast so much that if she's being honest, there are four of us in this soon to be postponed to next year marriage. Hmm. So like the just the little Princess Diana reference to get it over the line. She <laughs> she we she knows we are so basic. It's like you just make a passing tangential reference to the Queen of Hearts and you're in. That's it. It's a done deal. So How what are the four of us message. gonna have for dinner then? Me, you, Warren, and Anne. What are we all having for dinner? If you were having dinner with Princess Diana, oh, okay. I think, like I'd say, my go-to dinner to impress people. I would probably. This is what I would do. It's very simple dinner, nothing fancy. But I would pan fry maybe some lemon sole. I'd have new potatoes, and I do like a lemon caper butter, just like really easy. And okay, green yeah. beans. That's just my go-to dinner because you have it done in ten minutes. Grand. Okay, that's lovely. What For would minute... be your go-to dinner? Oh, I'm not. Don't say corn. <laughs> Do you know actually? On that note, when we were in Killarney today, these cool yeah. guys passed. Oh. Um, and I. <laughs> did he say, "Will you meet me, mate?" What did he say? They passed as they passed. This group of guys. Mm. I said, and you know they're doing the like you know the nod that men do to one another when they're overtaking Mm. it's like look uh no disrespect but i've just got overtake here it's like cool mac okay that kind of moment and i said fred would you eat corn just as this man was overtaking and fred was like i look at him and i think i used to be free (laughs) and now i'm standing in a park being asked would i eat corn so no corn allowed Look, at this Princess Diana we're in an no, dinner. No, I meant that the four the four of us were going to go to a restaurant. I certainly wasn't fucking cooking. Oh no, I'd like to do a come dine with me, I think, when we're in an ad. Oh, okay. But listen, about the corn, I think you should just I honestly think you should just cook up a bit of corn someday and give it to Fred and not tell him oh do you know what I might do that yeah I might do that because I haven't cooked him corn for a long long time I think the last time we cooked corn we were in mead um no oh, disrespect yeah. to mead um that was the last time we cooked corn but that's what I'll do actually you're spot on you've done this before <laughs> um so Marin and Anne they're having to postpone their wedding 
having to postpone the wedding and it's it's a yeah do you know what because we were talking about that like when are we going to get married and it's just a toughie because I just said to Fred I was like at this point personally I've always said I wouldn't mind just a little small thing um, because it's really just a legal thing for me that I, you know, because we are basically married no more than yourself and Shane. Like you, you're mm-hmm. married. It's just a legal thing. But I just want to hang on until um, my mom's vaccinated and then we'll look at booking something. But like, I'm in no, I'm in no hurry to do it either, to be honest. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, Actually, I just I did a terrible thing this morning and I thought of you. I actually thought of you after. I was like, oh my God, how does she put up with me? I'm such an insensitive bitch, right? So I dropped Tommy and Joe to school and I was walking back to the house and I met someone, I won't name and shame her, but um Kira Barry, it was your sister, okay? This um neighbor of mine I bump into all the time really nice we have the chats whatever and we're like oh the kids are back at school so she has a newborn and other children as well and I said to her I said to her I nearly slept in this morning (laughs) (laughs) I saw her face drop and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry what a terrible thing to say and I was like, oh, look, I, I was like, I had horrendous period pains that night. <laughs> it's not any better. Oh, my God. Why would I say that to somebody with a newborn baby? I nearly slept it in this morning. Ah, uh, that's like, not walking, bad. But I'm walking back to my gaff at like nine. It's not like I'm getting up at like fucking six o'clock. I know, but you, and you're a natural early bird anyway, so it surprises me that you But you're always up early doing your little kettlebells. I know, but I'm not naturally. Like, I have to set okay, I thought that was, oh, okay, I thought that was just your personality. No. There's so, you're I'm like a an onion. Per- <laughs> you were an onion. There's so many layers to Emma Louise, Doran. I wouldn't be like, well, I would... Uh, I try to go to bed a bit earlier now, but like back in the day, I used to, I would have always stayed up till about 12 or 1 every night. And um, did you hear that? I just did a fart. Did that sound come true on the mic? No, but there was a sound after you brought it up. Was it a delayed fart? Maybe, maybe the internet going to skip there. Oh, God, that's bad now. <laughs> you know what? I, I had porridge for dinner. With actual milk, because usually I have my old cashew milk and I had actual milk. I wonder, at the risk of sounding like peak owl one, would it be the milk? <laughs> well, I don't think, no, I used to do this a lot with my own mother, her being a nurse. And I'd like give an owl, and I was like, Jesus, I wonder, is that the whatever? And she's like, Emmy, you had that about 20 minutes ago. There's no way that would have gotten to your system already. So I'd hazard a guess that the parish isn't that long consumed. Okay, so. okay. Why the milk? You are. A, you're not a qualified doctor. You're not a doctor. <laughs> I'm a qualified mother. But you're a qualified mother. Are we going to, let's talk about that, baby. Oh, I mean, she even want to give, you see, it's, it is funny, right? Um, But it's, 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 sometimes you're like, you don't want to give these people attention. But I, the thing that is annoying me about it now, well, not annoying, but 
I suppose is uh, I find it slightly irritating about it is I don't think uh, that X uh, expose TV presenter actually believes what she's saying. And I think it's a strategic career move to fill the space of the voice of the other side from somebody who, so have somebody in that category who's, um, you know, camera experienced, articulate, presentable. I think it's a career move. I think it's a move to try and put themselves in a position of being like Ireland's answer to Katie Hopkins, because no one at the moment is filling that role. Well, there, there definitely is a void there. So I suppose yeah. if you were just being um, cynical about it, you would say strategically, it is probably, you know, you. I mean, strategically, it's been a success. Well, it, ha- it has been a success in terms of attention, but whether that can be transformed into yeah. money. I think if you were in like a play in the UK, there's there's just a bigger market for everything in general. There's more money in television, in media appearances and all that stuff. I mean, how much are you going to get paid to go and be a fucking head on primetime? Like fucking six and your taxi. <laughs> taxi <laughs> you up. Do you know what? Forget the taxi. I, I don't know. Is it one twenty? It I would probably know, be it's not much. No, and it would probably be a case of um, you'd ask, "Is there any ch-? whatever the station is?" You would say, "Whether well, it's teacher, car, virgin media, or T." The way things have gone now, you'd say, "Is there any chance of a taxi?" And then they would probably send you a link to the nearest Lewis stop. Like it would not be. I know what you mean that you can build a career on those kind of appearances. It's not really a runner in Ireland. So no. I think it's a much more delicate. Uh, it's kind of a much more delicate thing in Ireland because I totally get. Now, by the way, like okay, this expose presenter in question. Are we going to name her? Yeah. Because some people might, some people might know. So they might be familiar. So Ashling O'Loughlin, who used to be an expose, and she is currently living in France. But she came out last week and a few days ago now, and she said that her initial post on Instagram, she was talking about opening up a discussion when it came to the vaccine rollout. Uh, it got a lot of attention. It garnered an awful lot of interest. A lot of people were very supportive of opening up a conversation about the vaccine rollout. But I suppose since then, it's kind of escalated a little bit. Um, I mean, I think, like I would say, because I know even somebody that I really love and respect, I saw she had posted under one of Ashling's um, videos. And she was saying that, like, look, whether I agree with you or not, I think it's really good to have a discussion about these things. So I can... I get that. Like, I personally don't think it's a problem having a discussion, but I guess what is problematic is that I suppose you'd be a little bit concerned. Like when it comes to vaccinations, it's yeah, of course, you know, people like to wheel out the your body, your choice. I personally don't think it's great to kind of apply to this situation um, and appropriate for this, these purposes, but like, whatever, you know, I'm not one to say that somebody can't use that phrase if they don't want to use it. But I guess it's when your decision kind of impacts other people. That's when it just gets a little tricky. And then also um, with the whole discussion thing, I know we got criticized for, um, we kind of liked somebody who was, 
it was somebody put up something, somebody we really love and respect. She's very, very funny, put up something which was kind of, I mean, I would say a gentle jostle. Like it was not in any way mean spirited. I think I commented, I don't know if you commented on it. And then we got a bit of criticism from that just in a couple of comments. And you do wonder, you think, yeah, okay, like we can discuss these things, but surely we can also poke fun at these things as well. Like, I think it gets into really dangerous territory when, okay, we're opening up a conversation grand. I personally, you know, I can't really see it from the other side, if I'm honest. But look, if you want to have a conversation about it, fine. But then, like, don't say that we can't satirize or we can't poke fun or we can't make jokes about it, because that's kind of what comedy is all about as well. Like, we're not censoring anyone. We're just, you know, saying, yeah, you can poke fun. This is funny. This is comedy. If you put yourself out there on this kind of platform, you kind of have to expect that people are going to poke fun at it or have a gentle jostle or whatever it is, or, you know, make a crack at it. That's just the nature of the game. Yeah. And I think like, because obviously like, you know, on a scale of one to a hundred, we all would have questions around like, oh, how does something like this happen? Or how does a vaccine, what are the trials for a vaccine? Or how does a vaccine come to be? And, you know, blah, 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 blah absolutely grand but like asking questions kind of nudge nudge like this is Bill Gates and the boys where that like Orchi are getting paid huge money to kind of keep uh the propaganda thing going. like the government don't it's just nonsense I suppose there's a difference Listen, between if like or, if, if Orchi discu- were like getting discussion paid- or asking questions like if you want to ask yeah. questions but if somebody points you in the direction of like here's like you know, really good facts about it. Here are, uh, you know, the stats on risks with uh, But you see, vaccines. there's been none of that. This is Let's the problem. Let's look at polio. Let's look, you know what I mean? Let's see what happened there. Bring um, mumps back. That's what I say. But I, I see my problem with it is I think, I don't think that she actually, I think she probably has questions around it and she's she's uh, wondering, are parts of it necessary? Are part, you know, grand because everyone has uh you know it's been over a year now and everyone has their own frustrations on it like because you know the way like people were talking about the 5k thing like to me like it actually doesn't make that much of a difference because oh my family I've got my park I've got my people in my park and but like, you can get your chicken lunch. I'm like, I'm sorted. I've got me vape juice. Like, I'm grand. So, but like, I've no, I I don't have a sister living in um, like Wicklow or, you know what I mean? There's nobody like who yeah. I'm restricted from seeing, you know, outside because of distance or whatever, really. So um, it's not going to make a huge impact in to my life at the moment. But anyway, blah. Everyone has their own frustrations with it. And, you know, there's parts of it, obviously, I don't understand because, I mean, I did home act for the evening. I did quite well. But, you know, some of it I would have forgotten. Um, But, yeah, I think just like, and just, uh, I suppose it's just people saying that they've done their research. I'm like, where? But wait, this is the point. You university? see, this is the thing. And I did say to, I was saying that to you as well, that I Which think, university um, did which, you do this research in? Yeah. Can I read I, your, can I read your papers? I'll Have read the dissertation. Written? No problem. I've got the time. Uh, when I 
I sit on my you. bed when I sit on my bed vaping my brains out watching YouTube videos I don't call that research you see the problem is as well because I did say that to you I thought Ashton's initial post was it was fairly tame it was just saying look let's ask testing questions the waters. it was testing, testing waters. Yeah. yeah so that's what I was saying to you that I felt that was testing the waters and then what happened was that it did obviously there was this uh you know there was this sea of responses like people saying oh so happy that you're bringing up this issue and people obviously some people out there felt very strongly about it so then I think she was kind of buoyed by that and then the next couple of posts were a little bit more extreme now maybe you know maybe this is how she feels I don't know and I'm not in any way I don't want to to seem like I'm talking down about somebody having a different viewpoint from me like personally I just don't understand it because my attitude is okay if we don't go with the vaccine then what the hell are we going to do what is your solution because well, I want to go to the pub but so that's like, it. there's sorry, no the there's no alternatives no, there this is it's just it, asking like, mad questions yeah. and making mad and you see this is what's uh, problematic is that there's people in our lives that we're trying to protect like obviously Ted is that was seven months yesterday and like you know uh, I'm very lucky in that like I haven't lost anyone in my immediate family in the last year so like I'm one of the lucky ones but like none of my family have met Ted really by like a fleeting meeting with them and like we've all made sacrifices like people have lost their lives they've lost their, their livelihoods so coming along saying we shouldn't go with plan a is grand but what's your plan? Because you can't give people nothing. Like you can't come with a problem and not a solution because actually the stakes are too high, I think now. Yeah, I suppose it, I just feel like exactly that. There's there's no, she's not giving us any new information. She's not asking any new questions that I haven't heard anywhere before. And I just feel like the whole thing is contrived because for whatever reason, she's getting a big response to it and uh, she's enjoying that. And I mean that from both sides, because if there was somebody else on the opposite side that was putting up videos every day about how important it was to get the vaccine, I'd be like, yeah, okay, you've told me this already. Tell me something else. So no matter who the person is, if they're telling me the same thing that isn't has no factual basis or isn't new information or isn't actual advice because it's not advice it's just it's thoughts it's just thoughts it's just like yeah it's just you know I look if the pubs were open you could have these conversations it's pub chat that's the level oh, of it and you know what it's three points in chat <laughs> well maybe four but that's when you're go- that's when you're gonna start asking people's opinions now look it's look it is what it is and obviously I'm, sure, I'm not I'm, saying like I'm, it is a Trojan horse like maybe this person does believe everything she's putting out there but I guess it just kind of makes me nervous because I just think we have to go with this because there's just like, no other like people can't go on like we're all cracking up at this stage yeah and somebody you now now I like wouldn't be getting involved or I don't think you know uh saying like you know per and I, I didn't see too much of it I don't know now it could have been deleted but like and then I kind of stopped caring about it but 
you know, making personal um, attacks or anything like that. And somebody said, oh, well, you're happy enough to like fucking get Botox. Now, like that's a personal comp. But at the same time, there's something to be said for that, because like if you get Botox, you assume that it's safe, but they don't know the long term effects of getting Botox because they don't have any people that have been getting it long term. Mm hmm. So they don't know, like, well, what it'll be. If pe- there, there will be now people who will say probably be getting Botox for, um, you know, 50, 60 years. Mm. They don't, they know what happens when you get one injection and, you know, what happens if it goes wrong and whatever. And it's, you know, it's usually, there's been too much or it's been put like in very like, you know, uh, small small percentages like it's injected into the wrong place into some muscle near your eye I saw this one on TikTok and she had like a black <laughs> open eye but it, it is it is constantly like where like you know it's it's easing off or whatever oh my gosh but um but yeah like no one knows the long-term side effects of that because there are no there are no examples yet of people ha- that have been getting it for you know 20 30 40 years. I know and this is it but there's, like, a risk, like, there's always a risk with th- this is it everything. there's always going to be a risk and like there's the a thing risk when is, you go like, to the dentist there's a risk yeah. when you fucking take Panadol when you cross the road this is when we say there's a risk when you go on a trampoline thank you Stephen <laughs> Donnelly yeah but you know like there's there's a risk with any uh medicine or but, yeah any... and you have to look at okay of course there's a risk involved like yeah. ideally in an ideal world none of us like i'm a bit of a hippy dippy in the sense that i'm actually very slow to even take a paracetamol i'm mm-hmm. you know i'd be very much like kind of avoiding those thing, things if i can so like don't get me wrong i'm not looking forward to in getting you know an injection of an alien substance into my person but like what other option is there? I mean, also, sorry, but like, when was the last time you heard somebody died of smallpox? Like, I know. yeah, like, like, well, let's you don't get with the program. You don't, you don't have to get it either. You actually, but this you're is not a force. This is it. The you know, it's kind of comes back to, um, you know, it comes back to these things that, like, you know, when people are kind of putting it out that that they're being oppressed, mm. it's like, well, are you being oppressed? Because last time I heard like you don't have to take the vaccine if you don't want to yeah now there is this question there is this question are they going to bring in vaccine passports and blah 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 blah, and all of that like maybe that will happen and like maybe questions about bodily integrity will come into them but I just keep bringing it back to well what other option is there because I'd say if you don't have the if you don't have the passport or whatever I'm sure you, you can just do the same thing of getting a test uh, a week before and, you know, getting a test three days before. It'll probably It'll just, just be, be more, more awkward. Calm. Yeah. It'll be like, you, it, nobody's going to stop you. Hello. Have you ever had any dealings with Irish border security? Like you will get in, but it's just going to be, it is just going to be a bit more. I know, but it's kind of like, you know, it's, as well, it's like, oh, what a privileged position to be in, to be uh, but that's w- what I mean, worried that's, about your international travel. That's your oppression. It's like, you know, sorry, but I mean, it just smacks a privilege. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, no, she's totally entitled to her opinion and she's totally entitled to post whatever she uh once i mean 
I don't like it's none of it's um, it's you know misleading information and all the rest of it. But I can't see. I'm sure there's people out there that have reported it, but I don't think it's the kind of material that would necessarily warrant like them taking it down or like I don't think it's anything of that oh, level. No, but there's nothing at all. And that's the thing that like you know people got very um, people got quite entrenched quite quickly about it and the thing is is that I think again it's what comes back to what you were saying Emma that we're just at that point now where everyone is a bit Michael Douglas falling down you know mm-hmm. frustrations are building and all the rest like exactly that like she can show up whatever she wants it's just that you know obviously I disagree with her but I'm absolutely not for shutting her down yeah I think it's that I think it's that thing of like if you and it, like, it affects us all, but I suppose it just manifests itself in different ways for people. If you've lived a life where you've kind of had uh, a fair amount of control over your life, and then now this thing comes along, i.e. a pandemic, and you don't have control over it, and you're not in charge of it, it can obviously be quite upsetting, quite disturbing or whatever. And some people are just going to row in with whatever they're told, and other people are just going to say, well, hang on a second, but why, but who, but what? And even when they're told, but no, like, these people have your best interests, like, these are, you know, world-renowned, like, you well, know, as, scientists, as, as whatever. Dump, as, so, yeah, but as, are yeah. they? But are they, you know? But, like, so as Maya Dunphy said. Like happen. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, come on, Ems. I was just going to say, you know, when things like that happen, different people are just going to react to it in different ways, aren't they? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's been, it's been like, you know, it has been understated to the century here, Judy, but it has been a very stressful situation for everyone. So people do react to differently or respond to differently for sure. Yeah. Um, but I know now Maya Dunphy um, had a great response and she was talking about the science of it because ultimately, like, yeah, it seems like they, okay, they did fast track this vaccination, but they have been working on a vaccination for different types of coronavirus, like for the best part of two decades. Uh So there was just an economic, I would think, I know very little about these things, but I would think that the research was there, but then there was this economic incentive and this impetus, because obviously the world is shut down currently, that then, you know, money talks, that they just threw money at this. They didn't give a shit about, you know, whatever scientists were coming up for this vaccine when it wasn't affecting them. But then when it started to hit people in their pockets and really affect economies they were like we need to get this done so that's what I how I feel that like I I don't consider us guinea pigs in that I do think they've been working on this for a long time thank you Maya Dunphy yeah. she really is she's just great Maya. Always, she always hits the nail on the head um very sad week I do think we should just say yeah. before we wrap it up um about poor old Nick. oh god yeah. yes yeah, so sad. I know if anyone thought I was going to say Prince Philip there, you need to get on, on board with the brand, guys. Um, if what well, I did have to laugh when people were like, oh no, Prince Philip. And then there was like a moment of fleeting, like, oh, isn't that sad? And then when people heard the MasterChef final was cancelled um, due to round the clock coverage, everyone was like, fuck that. He was 100 years of age. I mean, it is nuts though, isn't it? All the BBCs, 
covering prince philip story we get it we get it he was snuck out of greece if i have to hear this one more time he was snuck out of greece in an orange crate (laughs) we get it we got yeah i get it i know about the orange crate like come on (laughs) and i mean so distasteful it was like something and i look i don't want to be we do love we you know we love the brits and i we love the royal i mean i'm very into the royals but like it was all a bit north korea wasn't it like if that was happening in North Korea, you would say, look at those poor people being forced to mourn a dictator. And then ultimately it's like, but, you know. But the people who were at the mass, the people who were at the mass were like the royalty dregs. I was like, what is this? No, I wasn't. But I, what I heard about uh, Nikki, I was like, oh God, I think anyone who watched that series of Big Brother just absolutely loved her, didn't they? Like she was just. She was the queen of Huns. Brilliant. She was. And you know what I was only thinking, what I loved about her? Um, I think, like, how could you not be sad? Like everyone was very sad to hear the news because I think as well, she had been so open in, you know, people were aware that she was struggling and it just it just very sad but I think what I loved about her looking back was it was so refreshing because when she hit big brother she was so unapologetically emotional and I just loved yeah. that about her you know the no the no filter but she was so emotional like I had always been told because I had like various emotional problems like when I was a teenager and in my early 20s and all the rest and people would always tell me like that, like my emotions were so problematic or like I was getting too worked up over stuff or too upset. And then Nikki came along and I think everyone just loved the fact that she leaned into that aspect of her personality. Yeah. Oh, she was just brilliant. Who is she? She was just so funny. But even when she, like when she was having her mad outbursts, but when she was being funny, she was funny as well. Do you know that kind of way? It wasn't just like when she was like losing the head, having a tantrum. Like she was funny when she was being funny as well. The wind, your mind, remember she hated your man Richard and they had the thing with the <laughs> banana. Do you remember that? She thought, He's after taking the fucking banana and I'm here with the brown banana. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to. And then Imogen's like, they're saying, yeah, it's annoying. I'm going to, he does my head in. Childish. Childish. Just the, I think the mouth, just they're like, such an expressive mouth. So animated. Oh, the facial expressions. They came in the new housemates and they were saying, what was it again? She was always going on. She was cold. <laughs> and you yeah. remember the new housemates came in? They were like, oh, it's, it's hot. And it's a bit hot in here. And she's like, oh, no, it's hot. Are you for I'm so cold. I loved all that. And, you know, it was just very sad. And, like, you know, I think just very touching as well, because to see even the picture of Pete Bennett and herself, it was, you know, it was lovely to think that they had kind of maintained a friendship. Yeah. On his video. It's too much. Didn't watch the video. Was it? What was the video? It was just, it was like about a minute and a half and him just kind of like, uh raising a glass or like raising like a kind of a bottle of wine 
And it was like he was he was like kind of saying goodbye to her to camera. Oh. As if she was God. kind of on the other end of the camera. So it was um it was emotional. It was emotional. But uh yeah, very sad. Seemed like a lovely a lovely, mad, fun, crazy person. I know. Very very upsetting. Uh Emma. It's been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Can I just mention our little patrons before um, we wrap it do. up? Please do. Okay. We we have a couple of new patrons. We have Lizzie. Uh-huh. We have Kay. We have Brandon. We have Brona. Thank you guys for getting on board. Can we just say as Thanks well? It really does mean so much to us when people support us on Patreon. A reminder that my book club is happening on the 23rd of April, uh, which is this month, a couple of weeks away. It's The Silent Patient. I'm actually going to put up as well because a couple of people got in touch to say, could we decide May's one, which is a good idea because just with the shops closed and stuff, sometimes people have to order Mm. ahead. So that was a very uh, clever suggestion from a couple of the patrons. We're going to have Emma's movie club as well. I have watched a movie that is very good for the purposes of this, but it's on Amazon Prime. So I don't know how people feel about that. I think most, well, I wouldn't say most people, but a lot of people these days have Amazon Prime. Oh, it's a really good one. So um, it's I Care A Lot. Oh. Let me just check the name of it. It's like, it's absolutely... I've per- never heard of it. But listen, Emma, will we no, catch I each other either. someday this week? Will we catch each other someday this week and whack that up on the Patreon? Yeah, that'd be good to do. Maybe if we Let's record it on Thursday. While it's fresh. Let's do behind Thursday. The scene, behind the scenes at me. Of up to 90. Oh, I just want to apologize. Yeah, but I care a lot. So, yes, got, I care a lot. I, I care a lot. It's going to be Emma's movie club this week. We also mm-hmm, have Judy's mm-hmm. book club. Um, I have a couple of I have a couple of bits I'm going to whack up on the Patreon as well. Um, I'm going to do that now tonight before I go to my buddies. There were actually last week on the edit, there were a couple of little, there were a couple of jumps. I didn't edit it maybe that well last week's episode. So my apologies on that. Um, But we'll be back on it this week. Every day is a school day, getting better at the editing. Every day is a one. Okay, Emma's making faces. Sorry. I like that. I'm just getting distracted. With the gums. You're real. That's a real like girl back at the bus move there. <laughs> back at the bus. I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've been Judy J. As always. I've been Emma John. I give you, I might give you a buzz tomorrow. Oh, yeah, course. Always yeah, okay. available. Okay, bye bye bye. Would you prefer audios? I do you know what I like about audios is you can listen to them listen. when it's good for you. I when I see somebody ringing I automatically assume something's wrong or I get a bit yeah. scared I think oh my god she's after getting something on RTE <laughs> I think no fear that. I hope everyone's okay and also I hope she didn't get something on RTE <laughs> oh that's amazing oh my god I'm so that's happy for you that's so good I'm no, cool, I just Ted is about... getting sick here. Ted's getting sick here. I have to go, but I'm so happy for you. I'm delighted. 
Keep shining. Keep, keep smiling. shining. Right. We'll send you a few audios tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Love, Love you. Bye, bye. 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 Love you, patrons. Bye. Love you, little park. Bye. Bye. We can't. We can't go until you say it. Oh. <laughs> Did you even read that script I sent you? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Get the book, get the page here. Um. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.